when you're grounded in your energy and you're happy and or you're focused on being a safe space for someone to transfer a message to, you got to be grounded. You got to know who you are. And that takes a lifetime. So it's not an essence of A plus B equals C, but if you are choosing to do this work and do it right and do it with love, you're taking care of yourself first. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host, and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. Welcome back to another episode of Amplify. Today, I chat with my dear friend, Melanie Esperon. Melanie is a clairvoyant intuitive, Reiki teacher, sound healer, and founder of Reiki Room San Diego. She holds the purest intentions to help you remember who you are. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation with Mel because she has been somebody who has been integral in my healing journey and my remembrance journey. And I'm so, so excited to share her with you. All right. What's up, everybody? I am so, so, so excited to bring this next guest to you. And just for the conversation, selfishly for myself, the conversation we're about (laughs) to get into, because anytime that Mel and I connect, I have such a blast. I learned so much. It's so expansive. So Mel, thank you so much for being here and being on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. We just met in February of this year. And it's just a whirlwind of friendship and sisterhood, huh? I know it's been so beautiful. And yeah, to get everyone up to speed on that, our mutual friend, Aaron, whose fun fact, whose certification program I will be taking this summer, Aaron and I met years ago at a mastermind and then reconnected this past year. She connected Mel and I, and then at Aaron's event, we actually, it had fallen through the cracks on my end. I was like, oh, I need to schedule a session with Mel. And then I kind of like dropped the ball on that. And then at Aaron's event, we met face to face and I was like, oh, it was like, sister, what's up? And like, you just word vomit in the best way about like, what's going on with your life. And I was somehow so sick during that weekend. And I was just word vomiting back channeling. And we're just like, oh dear, we need to sit when you're ready. Yeah. You're traveling though. You're traveling. You were busy. Yeah. I was really busy. I was just coming off of tons of travel too. And like one of the things I love, and we'll get into our rapid fire in a second, like the stuff that you channeled, like very like impromptu, like off the cuff, like there at the event has been consistent in our other sessions. And one of the things that I love that you said, not in our most recent session we had, but our first one, you're like, wait, I said that to you when we met. Yeah. Yeah. Like word for word, like the details are like consistent. You're like, I don't even remember. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's the best way, right? Like, that like that's really how you knows. know your spirit is here. Yeah. 
Okay. Rapid fire. What's something you're grateful for right now? Oh, family. Hmm. What is a guilty pleasure of yours? My God, doing nothing in and out burger. Mm, nice. <laughs> and yes. in and out burger. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing while enjoying in and out. Exactly. What is a random fact that people don't know about you? Oh, man. That I used to be a singer and a dancer and traveled the world before I started this career. So cool. Yeah. Crazy. I've lived nine lives, I swear to God, but I'm old. I'm almost 40. And people are like, oh, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) You're not old though. Like the thing is like, by the time we get old, they're going to have figured out how to extend life so much further than it is now. Like we're like a third into our life, which is wild. We're not like a little time machine, aren't we? Exactly. I'm like, yo, all the things that have changed in my life in the last three years, two years, one year, six months, like, whoo, we're just yeah. getting started. <laughs> we stay right here. We yeah. stay right. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you do now, which is like the divine soul purpose and so fulfilling for you, right? Like in all your choosing, what kind of job or career would you have? Like, what's something that you're like, Ooh, like I may not be qualified for this in any way, but it's always sounded really cool. Totally. It's so bland. I would be a total psychologist. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you like are in a sense. Yeah. I love it. I can't get rid of it. What did you want to be when you were little? Um, A singer. Nice. Cross it off the list. Good. Yes. Any weird talents or special skills aside from being a psychic? Because that is probably (laughs) falls under that category. Man, it's weird. And I think Erin, she's going to help me discover this once I take her program too. I get so militant when there's chaos. I can be like the leader when everything's falling apart. I'm like a cop or a firefighter. I'm just like, I got it. Yes, same. It's all our trauma, isn't it? Right. I'm like those of us who grew up in chaos. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, same. I thrive when there's a thousand things going on. Totally. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm changing it. I'm changing that. Absolutely. Last time that you cried? Ooh, I would say last night. I was crying with my twin nephews. They're turning five this year, or or this year, (laughs) of course. They're turning five on Monday. And I was visiting them to say goodnight. And I was just remembering how hard it was for my sister to get pregnant. Mm. And because she had IVF five rounds. And then she has twin boys now, and they're turning five. And I was just like, we are so blessed. We, right? Because these are my children, right? (laughs) Yeah. But last night. And they're like, why are you crying? I was like, oh, there's an onion, right? Like I just had to make stuff up, right? I'm just cutting onions, baby. Yeah. So last night. I love it. When's the last time you laughed so hard you almost peed your pants? Or actually peed your pants. I don't know. Dude, last night I was watching. (laughs) Damn, everything happened last night. I was watching comedian Matt Reif and he's coming to town. He's on a world tour. And my friend knows him really well. I think I've seen his TikToks hilarious yeah. so I watched his stand-up his most recent one on YouTube and I was dying by myself that's the way to go Good. go to bed I like it I like it <laughs> favorite meal date yeah that was my interview this morning same answer my other straight one. up let's do some meat yeah. boo yeah what is the next place you want to travel to mm, Italy mm, nice I've been feeling like a pull to less now last year was really feeling like I could use some Europe. It's still in there, but yeah, I'm like craving summer. Today's summery, but like you know, down there, like it's like, what California? Come on. What are we doing here? Totally. All right. Let's jump into all the things. So I know that you've been 
intuitive, clairvoyant for like your whole life and really started to realize that when you were a little kid, I would love, but like, didn't own it. Like didn't really start owning it, using it, all of that until you were a bit older, but I would love to hear like how you first discovered that gift or how, when you were little, it was showing up for you. Totally. Probably same as you. I started seeing blinking lights and having dreams that I could not remember. I would wake up with detailed stories. And my nephew, who I knew was going to be clairvoyant, he came to me before he was born. He can remember every little thing. And all these dreams would literally happen. Whether it was something like my mom was going to get a divorce, (laughs) that sounds really bad, or a world change, I would be able to say it and it would happen. And I was like, dude, I have a superpower. And I kept it real quiet. I mean, I discovered this at four. And but my best friends, of course, in co- or high school and junior high, still my best friends to this day, they all had the same gift. Wow. Yeah, it's That's really special. weird. Yeah. Interesting. And I know your grandmother, right, supported you with like cultivating and all of that. So yeah. how did that look like you sharing that with her? I mean, she probably already knew, right? Like, so yeah. how did that like mentorship journey look? It was strict. It was always like, this is a secret. This is how you help people. You don't need to brag about it. And I would be really scared. Like think about a kid, you can see things and people moving and they're not alive. (laughs) And I would get so afraid staying over at her house a lot because we spent the night a lot. My mom would work and she's like, they can't hurt you. You work with them. So she really helped me to like, not be afraid. If I didn't have her, I would completely shut this down. Yeah. And so you were seeing a lot. Yeah. So tell me a bit more like, How does it usually manifest for you? I know in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It used to be like a creepy energy where spirit would be at the foot of my bed at 2 a.m. and you like a scary movie. And I'm like, seriously? And I think as I got older, I realized spirit will show up as you know they show up. So if you watch movies that show you how spirit works, they come in your image, right? And as I started getting more grounded and learned how to be more spiritual, right? Because being psychic is not necessarily spiritual. Psychic is... I can clearly see, I can clearly feel, I can see the future, but it doesn't mean I'm connected in a way of breath or movement or even peace. And so through my trauma that I had to walk through, or I chose to walk through, it got me to a place of a deep peace with spirit and recognizing my power with them and that they're really good. They're like, we're here to help you and you're going to help us translate to the earth plane, to the people who need to hear these messages. So I guess I would say spirits now my coworkers and we have a very happy relationship. (laughs) Yeah, dude. When you said that about like feeling it like at the foot of your bed, that has happened to me a few times recently. And where it's like actually creepy where I'm like, I know there's nobody in my house right now, but like, I'm going to take off my eye mask and I have to just look. And then I'm like clearing like all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but what the hell? (laughs) And so I remind people who are like us, if they do start to approach you, they're not trying to scare you, hopefully, right? There's some energies that aren't favorite either, but you get to call in how you would like to see them or feel them. So when you start to really talk to your guides, which we'll talk about more, you get to create boundaries. I had it to happen when, which this was well before I was like a lot more woo, if you will, right? Like mm-hmm. I've really come into my spirituality and my own psychic gifts, like in the last like three years, really. Yeah. Like it's so funny because I'm trying to think like, oh, were there things like when I was little, like not that I can really remember, right? Though like a lot of 
clear memories are not clear, like right. childhood and stuff, but have always like the coincidence, quote unquote thing, where like thinking about somebody, they text you like, that's been a thing for me for a long time, which has been fun to play with. But this would, I forget exactly when my Nana passed away, but it would have been like 2012 or something like that around there. And I remember like shortly after that there was a week where several days in a row, I would be asleep and I would be actively feeling somebody standing at the edge of the bed, looking at me and to where I would wake up yelling and swinging my arms because I thought there was somebody just hovering over me. Mm. And then I was like, it happened a few times. And I was like, no, I think this is ooh, Nana actually. And like, mm. I just get to talk with like, Hey, like, thank you, but you're scaring yeah. me. It's <laughs> a little strong. Yeah. I'm like, can you adjust your approach a little bit? Cause you're freaking me out. <laughs> I'm like, and I'm thinking there's a bad guy in my house. And it totally. was so, and where like, even during that week too, at one point shit like fell off of cabinets that wasn't like precariously in there, and right. stuff, but just like fell off. I'm like, whoa, okay. That was yeah. like such a neat experience. And I very much like know that she's one of my active guides too, but like, to my knowledge, like not like a thing in my family and but I also haven't had the conversations around whether oh. like this is a thing for anybody in your family faux show yeah this yeah, is probably for sure in this lifetime and other lifetimes too so there's a soul mm. memory our heart that carries a remembrance because the shit should scare people right and I'm sure you get a little scared but then you're also like eh, you can't hurt me but yet knowing you personally there's this energy of you're so grounded of course you're going to attract in spirit who don't have a voice and they're going to want to talk through you. So do I believe it's your grandma? thousand percent. But I also believe there's other spirits trying to ask you to help them. Mm. I would call you a medium to be really honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Again, we all have boundaries. So you can always say spirit, spirit team, God, universe, whatever you believe in. I'm willing to help maybe have them come through my dreams and I can help in a different way. Mm. It doesn't have to be throwing my shit around the house. Cause I've had that before too. And that activity doesn't impress me. I'm like, no, thank you. That doesn't impress me. Like, you know, when put you have things kids. away. Yeah. You're yeah. like, do the dishes, put yeah, something away. <laughs> it's like, man, if you want my attention, do the laundry. Like you like, don't get make it. more of a mess. <laughs> like, hello. What are you Jeez. thinking? Yeah, you exactly. should know better. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Okay. So then let's talk a little bit about what it means to be a medium. I'm like, hold on. A lot of new information coming. <laughs> totally. Totally. Completely surprised. Cause I have had, and this is something I want to talk about more like psychedelics and stuff, because one of the ways that I've been able to connect with other beings, energies, that sort of thing is through like real talk is through cannabis is through mushrooms, yeah. ayahuasca. And that's like a common thing for a lot of people, but mm-hmm. being able to learn that first in that capacity has allowed me to be able to go there and do that with nothing. Right. So I'm like, Oh, I know what that feels like. And I know kind of the path to get there. So now I know how to get there all on my own. Yeah. And so like ceremonies and stuff like that, I've like, there've definitely been times where I'm like, Hey guys, like (laughs) my friends, I'm like, (laughs) not to freak you out. (laughs) Like yep, a lot of other stuff in the room with us right now. Like so silly. Right. But they're like excited for us and happy for us. But like, if you keep seeing me turn around, it's because I keep feeling them and hearing them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's a straight medium. So here's the thing. It's so funny when you don't realize that you're like, shit, I do this. 
But a medium in the spirit world or this industry is someone who can truly speak to people who have crossed over or who have left the body. Okay, that's one. And there's two energies. Spirit is crossed all the way into heaven or whatever you believe in the other side. And then there's earthbound, which are known as ghosts. You talk to both, right? I can do that too. But I used to do mediumship readings. And then I found myself being very drained. And it wasn't because of my client. It was because of the actual earthbound energy. Because what happens when people leave their bodies or their spirit leaves their body and they're haven't chosen to cross over yet, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but they're like humans that no one can see. Mm-hmm. So they have to pull off your energy to exist and talk to you. So it's mm-hmm. literally like you're their vacuum or you're their generator. So you get to do that. How, do you find yourself often tired when that happens to your house or do you feel activity? I don't feel it very much in my house. It's happened like a handful of times in the last 30 days, I would say, where I'm like, in bed or something. And I have to be like, Oh, I know there's actually nothing here, but like, I feel it right in the doorway. And so I'll be like, Hey, yeah. You know? Yeah. Good for you. Going to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) You know, lights out. Yeah. When spirit, I'll hear like footsteps on my stairs and I'm like, listen, you guys can come back at 10 AM tomorrow. And they do because like, or I'm not going to help you. (laughs) I want people to not be afraid and that's up to you, but I describe ghosts as drunk people that you can't see. Mm. So you're not afraid. You're more like, this is an annoyance. Does that make sense? Yes. So they're not freaked out. That's how I explain it to little kids anyway. Yeah. And I don't find that I get scared. It may feel uneasy. Yes. But my understanding of it supports me not being scared. Because I'm like, oh, no. like, And then I know, like, if I do feel uncomfortable, I know how to, like, set my energetic boundaries, reclaim my boundaries in my home. But, like, that's one of the things the last few years and that I've been so grateful for is I feel always feel so safe in my home and so it's like such clean energy in my home as well yeah Yeah. and you exercise a lot too right so when your energy is being moved a lot things can't stick to you that's of a lower vibration and when you said you know I've done ayahuasca I've you know smoke weed all that those are beautiful enhancements because what those enhancements do for us is really get us to a meditative state So typically when you remember things, it's either you're about to go to bed or you're sleeping or you're doing one of those substances. Or again, of course, naturally yoga, being in a restful space, you're going to get hits from the other side because that's the vibration they typically live in. So, yeah. And I don't find that I usually get tired, like tired sorts of things. Usually it's like a restless energy when it's happening. Mm. And then I feel like I can relax afterwards. Too, but it's not necessarily like drained or anything like that. It's like, oh, now I can relax because it's like white noise, but it's not actually noise. It's the energy white noise, yeah. right? Like goes yeah. away. So I'm like, oh, Absolutely. that like energy buzz that was like happening. Like, oh, it's gone. Okay. Whew. Thank you. Absolutely. Tuned in, baby. Tuned in. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious, like how do downloads come to you or hit you? Because I know it can happen in a lot of ways when you call them in, when you connect with certain cards, when you meditate, or I know sometimes just like, you'll get like hit with something like out of the blue, like Mm -hmm. tell me more about what that all. Yeah. Tell me all the things. So in basic reference to like understanding gauges or communication with spirit world, there's four known clairs. Clairs mean like open doors, open windows to spirit world. And there's clairvoyant, which is to clearly see. There's clairsentient to clearly feel in your body, like trust your gut. That's clairsentience, right? The claircognizance is to clearly know something. You get an idea, a thought. I feel like you're very much like that lately. And then the clairaudience to hear, whether you hear a song that reminds you of someone and you were just talking to them or 
whatever that may be, or your name is being called out and they're not calling you, but someone's on the phone with a Lauren. Okay? These are all ways that spirit will pick up through our frequencies to chit chat with us. The more grounded you are, and this is what I've been learning the past 10 years, like the more I feel comfortable in my body, the more and more my schedule is clean and I know what I'm doing, I have space to hear, feel, no spirit. So when people go, sometimes people come up to me knowing what I do and they'll give me a reading, which one, don't do that because <laughs> people sometimes don't want a reading, right? And yeah. two, I want to know who you're talking to. And when I ask them, I go, thank you for the message. Who are you talking to? They're like, mm. no. And I'm like, that's some scary shit, right? It's like Ooh. in the world of spirit, there's just like the earth plane, there's happy energy and there's mad energy, right? It's like, who are you talking to? So yeah. when you're grounded in your energy and you're happy and or you're focused on being a safe space for someone to transfer a message to, you got to be grounded, you got to know who you are. And that takes a lifetime. So it's not an essence of A plus B equals C. But if you are choosing to do this work and do it right and do it with love, you're taking care of yourself first. And that's something that my our friend Aaron and many of my clients and friends have take care of you first because I want you to show up really well for my session. <laughs> like, don't bother Melanie. She has a session with me tomorrow at night. <laughs> Get grounded. Yeah. Okay. So how does somebody get clear on who, where the energy is coming from. Totally. That, that is part of like the almost educational part. It's like reading yeah. books, getting a card deck. I would say if you're really trying to tap in, get 10 billion card decks, because what you can do is shuffle. You get to feel what feels right. What is attractive to you through your clairvoyant eye or your regular eyes is what you're attracted to. So mm. open them up, get used to the cards, look at the images of what an angel looks like, and you get to start to formulate your own opinion. And whenever you're drawn to something, you're going to use that outlet, whether it's card decks, some people use crystals to really calm their energy. These are all just tools, right? I always tell people when I go into training, I go, I'm not teaching you how to be psychic. I'm teaching you how to be safe so that we can exercise the gifts that are already inside of you. Because everyone's born psychic. I was just born with a per like particular mission to be psychic on this earth plane. But mm. if I got you on a retreat for 90 days in Bali... And we were reading cards and talking to God and writing down our manifestations. You better believe you're going to hear, feel, see, and know something that's out of this world. Because your body is a vessel that will carry if your frequency is in a very light, happy vibration or just a clean vibration. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And as you were explaining, I've done research in this for myself, but mine used to be so much more claircognizant and clairsentient gut feeling, right? and knowing, but the others have expanded so much more too. like even like audience and buoyant, right? The scene. Yes. Like, and starting to see like, just so interesting and being like, I know I'm going to see this person and this is how it's going to happen. And then literally yes. an hour later, they walk up and do what I was just like, I feel like this is going to happen. And I'm like, oh. yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I did that. <laughs> when you read the room, it's like, you can feel it and you can see it with your gut. And I think this is why lately I've been drawn to comedians because one is just social media attached me to comedians lately. And I started studying the way they do stand up, especially like improv. And I'm like, oh, they got to read the room, right? When they're doing improv with people and trying to be funny, they've got to understand what the energy is being said to them. Like, mm -hmm. it's crazy. How do you even study it? It's a, a lot of the comedians I know are super, are pretty intuitive too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And they're writers. If they write their stand-ups, it's like, oh, this is all from a downloaded place, right? Mm -hmm. They look at earth 
And why comedians are funny is because they talk about things that we say in our head. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> they bring shit to the, and we're like, damn, man, what do I say that out loud? And that's what they do. So it's, everyone has it. You just have to want it. Some people don't want it. And that's totally fine. And bring your gifts elsewhere. But if you are claiming that you are connected, get connected to your body first. That's the best way to allow spirit to work through you. And then once your body is good, you allow your heart to open. I feel like since you and I met, your heart is opening and opening and softening. And allowing yourself to, since you know you and you love you, you get to trust people outside of you because you're attracting an energy that's mirroring you. That makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to, I think, a client about this yesterday. Yeah. That like your ability to trust, right? Or what exactly was I saying? Just that your ability to trust other people and stuff like that, like it's completely dependent on your trust in yourself, right? Because like, yeah, it's not about trusting everyone blindly. It's like, no, you just know that no matter what happens and what someone else does, like you can handle whatever happens, right? Like that's good. That's their prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I can't control you, but I'm going to trust that I trust you. Right. Yes. So Something that I wanted to, and was curious if you'd be open to sharing about, cause we, even before we hit record, that was before we hit record. I think the fire trucks were oh, yeah. going off. And I think I heard a little blip of one, even since we've recorded, which is unusual for like multiple, like my area is pretty quiet and not a ton right. of traffic. I would love it if you'd share the story about Patrick. Oh yeah. Bit. Yeah. He's basically the pivot of why the work I do in this capacity I was married to a beautiful man in my late 20s, and I met him in my dreams before I physically met him. And spirit told me about 12 months, well, no, 12 months exactly to the date of meeting him. They said, you're going to marry a man, blonde hair, blue eyes. His name is Fire. And keep in mind, I'm coming out of a relationship that we just broke off our wedding. So I'm like, huh, oh, wow. right, six years in, we we're about to get married. And I just knew he wasn't it. And that's really scary, right? So I trusted my gut and I had that dream and I'm like, no fucking way. I don't date blondies. Like that was the first thing I said. I was like, I date really tall and dark guys typically. And 12 months later, my friend graduated from like nursing school and she goes, we're going out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm tired. It was Friday at like 10 PM. And I was what, 25 or something. And she's like, just come. And I'm like, so I went. And of course I meet, you know, Patrick, he came up to me, blonde hair, blue eyes. And he goes, hi, I'm Patrick. I'm a firefighter. I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> first thing I said I'm like yeah, hmm. yeah and we fell in love fast we got married fast and then I had a dream before he passed away that he was going to pass away in an, a tragic accident and he did and me being the psychic that can see the future I went to his chief because at the time I was working with, for the government I was working with the FBI helping cases with my clairvoyant eye which we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, that's a whole other yeah. story, right? People are like, what? You were a singer and then you were engaged. And then I was like, yep, it's true. <laughs> Wait till my book comes out. But I went to his chief and I was like, please put him behind a desk for at least 12 months. And he was like, ah, yeah, I believe you, but I can't do that. He doesn't want that, right? Mm. Trying to downgrade my husband, right? To a, yeah. a desk. And then he passed away. And that really was shitty. But God, one, that's a whole nother version of me that's completely yield. Two, that was the pivot of me really understanding what healing looked like. So if yeah. Patrick didn't die, I'd still be psychic, but it probably would not be my career. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long between the dream and it happening? They gave me 12 months before I met him. And then I met him. And then I had a dream. And then 12 months later, he passed. How do you 
do life knowing right that. great like, question. that's so because fucked when, up right it like, is I was like why'd y'all tell me like I was like I'd rather not know but I think the only reason it was shown to me before it happened is because I would have a story after he passed to tell other than that if I didn't do this work they probably wouldn't have told me yeah it was very intense to say the least I mean I have it written in my diary like it's crazy like did you tell him yeah he was sleeping right next to me I woke up from a dream and I'm bawling and I go your whole left side is paralyzed he was paralyzed in my dream he didn't die so he got hit by multiple cars in my dream doing a rescue and I need for you to really ask your fire brothers to watch your back if you're doing rescues like that and he's like from my dream he was paralyzed right and I was crying and he was like I believe in your dreams I'm safe when he died that's exactly what happened he got hit by multiple cars doing a rescue on the freeway but I think his soul said I can either get paralyzed or I can go now. And I think he did me a solid in hindsight, meaning I wouldn't want to be taking care of paraplegic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he knew better. And he's like, let's go. The saddest mm-hmm. part of the story is he had kids. So that's where it's like, damn. Yeah. But his kids are great. They have a stepdad still honoring their birth father, but they have a good mom and stepdad. Yeah. So it worked out. Like, what were the biggest things that supported you through that? family, of course. Reiki, that's how I birthed Reiki Room, my business. God told me, or spirit angels, two days after he died, my family coddled me and they all slept in my house, Mm -hmm. in my bedroom, like talking about like five people in a room. And I woke up in sweats at 3 a.m. with a fire truck going by and I had what we would call a self-review. Patrick showed me him stepping into the other side and I saw his entire life, like how he was born through utero, through things I would never know. And I would call his mom like, hey, he had a blue blanket that had yarn. And she's like, how the hell do you know that? I'm like, he showed me. And through that, my gifts, man. So I was like, I got to honor these gifts and help people. I was just so afraid to go out loud because I thought people would either try to hurt me because I knew too much or I would be very judged. And I was like, I'm not that typical psychic with the turban and crystal ball. Like I for real have a gift. That's not mine. It's a temporary gift that God's letting me use, right? And I'm just like, I don't know how people are going to react to that. (laughs) That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And with that too, like, how do you feel when you're introducing or saying what you do? Do you use the term psychic much? Or because like, even when I'm telling other people, I'm like, oh, my psychic. And I'm like, (laughs) I feel like in like mainstream conversation where people don't get this shit, right? Like, that sounds silly, right? And it's so funny because like, I'm like, for me, like what, five years ago, six a little bit further than that, I'd be like, you're psychic. Okay. Same. Whatever. I would be the same girl. Nerd. Like, mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I still don't use it to this day. I'm dating right now. And they're like, oh, she's a counselor, a spiritual advisor, a teacher. Like I'll go around the word psychic so much Yeah. because I can understand how mainstream has framed it. And it's like, that's not what I do though. I truly do help people. And yeah. until they actually see me in action, they don't need to know. Cause like, if I was dating an engineer, I don't need to know what you actually do do. Like you're just an engineer, right? Like, don't tell me the breakdown. I don't need it. Yeah. So an intuitive healer, right? Intuitive <laughs> guide. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Like you don't need to know. And the more quiet yeah. I am, I think they believe me more. Cause they're just like, she doesn't need to talk about it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So exactly. No, I don't say that out loud. I hate to say that I don't, but it freaks people out. Or I'll get mad people lining up asking me questions. I'm like, oh no, I'm just trying to have dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Do you get random downloads about like random ass people when you're like just out and about? Hell yeah. And I'm (laughs) like, no, no, no. I'll like put my head down, cap on, sunglasses. I'm meant to live in Beverly Hills. (laughs) 
I'm meant to hide from paparazzi. No, yeah. I do. But spirit knows too. like, unless it's a need to know, please don't share this with me. So I have really clean cut boundaries at this point. Mm. But if there's something that is pulling me, I will enter. I will go up to someone and say, may I have permission to deliver something? And it's always a beautiful, loving message. If it's not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I feel like that would be a little. That'd be rude. Weird. Yeah. Hey, you're not dying. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, your husband's cheating. No, she probably already knows. You don't need to do yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of information oh, to know. It is. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the FBI. Yes. Because it's not, I've heard, well, and we know, I forget what like secret, I think this is actually the CIA, what like secret covert operation was them using like remote viewers and stuff like that. Like, okay. So how did you get plugged into this? And totally, what did that look like? Really cool. Here's the funny thing. You would think like this cool headquarters, right? It's just a simple office that I would go to in San Diego, but like a nine to five accountant office, to be honest. But my uncle worked with them and he had a case at home and he's like, can you help me look into this? Now, the legalities, you can never put me on a stand because what my messages are can never be proven in the court. Of right. Law. Right. But helping agents go to a place to uncover something. Exactly. Is to find the facts and exactly. the evidence that's going to support. Yeah. Yeah. So I was hired on considered a really big CI, confidential informant, really. But. Yeah, they would give me a case and I would close my eyes and tap in or they'd take me to a certain location and I would sit in the energy and give them everything I could see and feel. I know. Wild. My friend who's a lawyer, she goes, you were on the payroll? I'm like, yeah. Like, It's not a big deal, though. It's kind of like if you were an athlete forever, you'd be like, yeah, whatever. I'm a trainer. Like, yeah, it's special, though. It was usually the back end. So it wouldn't be like before anything happened. It was more of like, Someone got raped. We're trying to find the rapist. Can you describe the person? So it was always after something happened. So I was like the cleanup Mm. crew. But to give people closure, that was beautiful. And when that happened, though, and then my husband died, and then I was like, what do I do now? Scratching my head. Spirit's like, go on the front end. Go tell people the future now. I'm like, oh, this is my business now. Makes (laughs) sense. Yeah. Crazy. I love this journey. My goodness. Crazy. Who wrote this? Me, idiot. Right? Like, every time I date someone, I'm just going to be like, here, listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're like, FYI. Yeah. Right? Like, by the way, I'm like, I think sometimes with like, cool go psychic stuff, like if I'm talking to somebody kind of new and I don't really know where they stand on things, I'll be like, oh. yeah, or maybe, blah, blah, blah. And I say something that's like, just a, like kind of wild and like psychic things. And I go, I'm just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Oh my no. God. Yeah. Right? It's all so then it's like, all of that, like, they don't know if I'm being silly or not, but they, now they're wondering. <laughs> yes. We'll see She's crazy and that. we like it. Like, we'll see how they take that joke. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. I think the one will get it, right? The one, yeah. the, the husband that you meet or friendships, they'll get it. They'll have had their own experiences already. Oh, absolutely. Like most of my friends, at least, get this or they like are on the similar wavelength as well. And which like you and I have talked so much about my future husband and all of that, which is super fun. But like, I talk to him all the time. Yes. I have a whole little journal for him. Absolutely. 
Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I know. I me. And so sometimes, yeah. And sometimes like when I feel his energy, I'm like, you got to call it in baby. It's like yeah. writing letters to your unborn child. And then you give it to them when they're five or graduated. Like that shit's all real. Everything's energy. And if someone wants to call me on that, we can discuss science. You know what I'm saying? Everything is energy. You can yeah. feel things and you can create things. And that's probably what creates fear because people are like, I didn't know I was this powerful. Mm. Right. And luckily for me, I get the privilege of sitting with someone and reminding them of that. And then they get to tap in and remember that themselves. So if you had a man right now, say your husband was like, I don't know about Melanie, you would set him up on a session. He'd be like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. right? Like, all right. Melanie's cool. Right. I get that all the time. Yeah. I get it all the time with the husbands. They're like, damn, she's good. And I'm like, hey, you think your wife's spending all this money to like hear bullshit? Yeah, like, are lying, you crazy? Right. Like just the chit chat about feelings and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, oh, I'm like, what, where do I want to go first with all of this with the next question? Okay. How do you visualize timelines and all of that stuff? Like yeah. how do you visualize that in your brain and how that works? Totally. So they kind of show me, if think of a, like a SeaWorld map, right? Like SeaWorld, I don't know if you've been there, but it's just like okay. one circle, yeah. right? Or Disneyland, whatever. You can go to Frontierland, yeah. whatever, Space Mountain. And so they show me the map and I'm like standing far away. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> and I go closer and they as spirit team, which I'm sure we'll talk about what that even means. And then my job though, when I'm sitting with someone one-on-one is to figure out what you want. I'm like, what do you want beyond what I'm talking about? Tell me what you want. And so my job is to take your map, place you in it and figure out your best route by talking to you. Right. And mm. here's the thing. One day you want to go to Disneyland and you want to go on Splash Mountain and then you see a two-hour line. You're like, well, let's come back later. Let's go to Space Mountain first. That's the gift of free will. And I have to move with you in session. I have to be like, is this what you want? Or do we still have to go heal? Do we still need to go look at that detour real quick? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time I'll tell people, I can see your future and your timelines, but if you don't heal your past, we can't move forward. Mm -hmm. We'll keep going back to Space Mountain until you figure out the next step to splash, right? Yeah. So it's strategy within your own self. And I'm like holding the space, listening to you. And a lot of the times, 80% of the time, it's a lot of release of just like being human, like, fuck, this happened today, right? So it turns into a counseling session for a bit. But when you start to clear all that shit, all that trash, and you come back to self, you're like, this is what I want. Then I can give you this firm timeline. So it takes a while. I can give you like a blueprint. But same thing with an architect with the, a home. They can give you a blueprint. But if the windows are delayed, everything else is going to be delayed. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's this ask you shall receive within yourself with spirit and understanding what you truly deserve. Because mm. I'll get some gold diggers straight up, right? I used to read so many escorts too. Love them. <laughs> but they'd be like, I want to marry a rich man and do nothing. I'm like that you could probably attract but not keep because your energy doesn't want to do anything else. So why is a man who's just successful want to keep you around on that energy of a queen? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to like become, embody what you want. And that's what you teach in your course, I'm assuming. Embodiment yeah. of, you know, sensuality and abundance and like loving yourself first, because that's the only way you're truly going to attract and keep something worthwhile. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Oof, I see a big I map. Yeah. I like that. I know the way that it kind of, I've like sketched this before and stuff like that. I have to like draw it out one day, but like, yeah, like wherever you're at now is like one dot. Yeah. Right. And then there are literally like a fucking like spider web of 
infinite options and directions that you can go in and every decision makes you one way or the other every decision yeah like even if you choose to go to the grocery store that day to the blah 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 like every little thing counts it's crazy so when i say ground get to know yourself know what you don't want and do want because if you don't know what you want you might step into a realm that can detour you for years mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm like you didn't have to do that shit but you weren't listening so all right go ahead and do that it's kind of like when your girlfriends you know that's not the one and you're like i'm telling you he's not it like he doesn't make you smile <laughs> that would be like red flag 25 right so yeah. if you're not listening i can't help you like i can give you a map and come back when you're ready to do the work That's what comes with this psychicness. So nothing's ever just handed. But I do know that seeing the future can provide so much hope that will allow someone to be re-inspired to actually do. So, yeah, absolutely. And people like you that I meet, you're already doing the work. So it's like you're a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, she values herself. She does the work. Now I get to see your map quickly. And this is probably why a lot of the things you want are coming very soon now. Right? Yeah, I know. I love that. And it's, yeah, I can imagine how it is a very different experience if it's somebody, yeah, who like gets this stuff and is doing the work. And like, I feel like I'm a really good, like, I'm not even technically, I don't know if I would call myself a student of yours, right? I'm like, not like a student, brain, but I'm like, bro. I'm doing my homework, like I'm doing yeah. my shit, right? And so you really are. even with Mel and I, our most recent session, y'all, like, I'm going to say like the husband timeline moved up. Yeah. I'm like, it did. I'm doing it. <laughs> It did bump. I was like, damn. She's doing her homework. doing something good. I mean, it really did bump up. And clearly from our conversation pre-recording this, there's beans in the energy already. It's like, whoa. (laughs) I love that. Okay, so let's talk about what your spirit team is, how to call them in. Because mine, like, I know Nana, my grandma, is Mm -hmm. one of mine. My sister's husband, Joe. I know he's one of mine. I know Jesus. Absolutely. Mary, Gabriel and Michael are like, anytime I do a reading with anyone else, they're like, Oh, they're here. I'm like, they're out. They're always here. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is your spirit team? How do you get to know them? Call them in? Cause it's totally access to like all infinite thousand percent. Yeah. It's when you experience life, right. Or, and buy card decks and read books. It's like, you know what you like, right? You have, Everyone has a certain, I like that, right? It's kind of like, let's use a man, for example. I usually like men who have careers, single, clean cut, have really good families. I know my type, right? So mm-hmm. spirit world is consisted of archangels, angels, fairies, loved ones on the other side, ancestry, ascended masters like Jesus, people who have walked on this earth plane who ascended and still have legacy on this earth. The more and more you just sit with yourself, you're going to recognize what type of energy you are. My best friend, she's like fairy nation all day. She'll be the one picking the flowers and the strawberries. And I'm over here talking to lights with archangels. That's just my style. For you, you're a little bit of both. That's why I like you so much because there's this earth energy that's like lioness, right? Who can fuck with the bears. But then you're also this energy of like, let me talk to Jesus. And it's whatever you like. Now, people go, how the hell do I figure out what I like? (laughs) And I go, do something that brings you joy. That is the rule of life for me. If you are lost, go something, do something that brings you joy, whether it's singing, buying flowers for yourself, hanging out with your friends. When you can access that frequency of joy, you are able to define what you like again. And this changes over time. Yeah. And that's something you encouraged me to look into or asked me in our first session was like, what makes you feel most connected to God? 
right? And like, go do more of that. And I was like, oh, duh. Like, yeah. yeah. But with a world of like, I don't have enough time. I'm busy. I have kids. That's hard to do, right? So it's like making sure you create space for that time because <laughs> it's crazy. You spend five minutes with God to give you everything you want, right? And it's like, do you really don't want to do that? That sucks for you, right? Because I know that's where all the gold is. And then you start to understand what you're attracted to by feeling alone in that journey, right? That's hard to answer because everyone's consistently changing, but you know your people and your beings because they really will never leave. Like you said, Archangel Michael makes me feel safe. So I labeled him that. The term spiritual dictionary is what I use to train people to really tap in. And what the cool thing is about the spiritual dictionary, it's your definitions. So say you came to me every day and you said, Mel, I keep seeing these crows. And I literally, this has happened to me last week. And I had like 10 people hit me up like, I keep seeing crows. I'm like, yeah, mm. me too. <laughs> and to me, every time I see them, it's like this, you're safe, Melanie. Like that's the energy I feel whenever I close my eyes and see a crow. And they're saying, you get ready to rebirth. You're going through another level of like mm. up level. So all these people who hit me up are up leveling right now in their careers and their marriage, they're getting pregnant. I'm like, okay, currently crows mean up leveling. So you get the choice to label whatever you see, feel, hear, and know. And the moment spirit knows that, they start to talk to you in that frequency. Mm. So we can do an exercise really quick. Yes. This is so fun. All right, sister. So let's allow yourself to place your feet flat onto the floor. This is something I do daily whenever I want to visualize or get a message from spirit. Allow yourself to close your eyes with me and our teams. Since we do work with Jesus, Mother Mary, Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Grandma, and my team as well, we ask you to hold us in this beautiful space of love and protection. Allow yourself to just arrive listening to my voice, allowing your team to hold us in this beautiful, safe space. And as I bring up the topic of love, romantic love, the one that you are going to marry in this lifetime, the one that's on his way, Allow yourself to take a deep breath in and release. Allow yourself to feel into his energy and your energy, knowing that everything's right on time. And off the top of your heart, without thinking, just give me the two colors you can see within your mind's eye. Red and like a glowing white. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And in this energy, imagine your husband being here loving you you loving him back, perfect timing. Give me the two emotions you feel. Ooh, <laughs> so ecstatically happy. So, so happy and overwhelming gratitude. Hmm. I love this. And in this energy, we allow ourselves to thank our guides and angels for allowing us to just feel into this and tap in. Allowing yourself to take a deep breath in and release. Allowing yourself to flutter your eyes open when you're ready. Just come back to your center. You are safe. I felt it too. <laughs> yeah. The gift of visualization. Now, here's the thing. People are like, okay, what is this load of shit, right? <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> this is to prove that in your own definition, we can figure this out and get messages from your team, right? So red to you without thinking, give me the one word that best describes red. Well, the first word that popped up was passion. There it is. Passion. Now with the white, beautiful glow that you're seeing, give me the one word that pops into your heart right away without thinking. 
Give me the one word that best describes that white glow. I think safety is probably it, but like safety and like held kind of way. Yeah. I can almost feel like your energy is going emotional when you say this. Like I just can feel it. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like I almost, yeah. Oh yeah. It brought up a lot of tears and stuff of like, it's just like so wild just in those few seconds of doing that. But it was like that, like overwhelming excitement, gratitude. Yes. Finally kind of energy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I can finally just fucking fall into someone's arms. Thank yeah. you. Right. Like that struggle was real. Right. Okay. <laughs> then you felt ecstatically happy with the energy of your husband. Right. And the overwhelming gratitude. So let me break this down. What you told me from that vision was I, my husband comes with so much passion and safety mm. to hold me. He makes me so happy with so much overwhelming gratitude. Let me read that again. My husband walks up to me and loves me with so much passion and so much safety. I feel so held that I become ecstatically happy and filled with overwhelming gratitude. Now, I want you to pull a card from that goddess deck that I sent to you weeks ago, just as a little thank you for having me on here. And I want you to shuffle, 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 and I want you to pull the card that stands out to you. Oh, this is so fun, you guys. I know. So, Red. I love this. I'm like, you want to get interviewed on my show every week? <laughs> it's <laughs> like just... she's a resident VJ now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, what about this? And what about this? <laughs> and you guys, like, as I'm shuffling these, like, I'm sure there's ways to have Mel all the time in your up in your business supporting <laughs> you. Okay, hold on. Whichever one says oh. husband. This one fell out. <laughs> Alexis, what's it say? High Priest of Atlantis, chakra clearing. Girl, what does that say to you? You tell me your translation before I go off. <laughs> I mean, this is the first mail that I've pulled from this deck. I've probably pulled five, five cards from this deck since you sent it to me like a couple weeks ago. And this is the first god of the deck that I've pulled. This to me, I would say... Just on like, I mean, high priest, that's royalty energy, yeah. healing energy, grounded energy, chakra healing. So yeah, yeah, that like really safe space, groundedness, Atlantis, water. Water, mm. tears, emotions, passion. Good, good translation. When I see that card, if I were to do a reading, an hour reading on you about all walks of life. <laughs> One, man's coming. He is a high priest. He is doing the work. He is healing. Chakra in Sanskrit to English means energy. So he's in your energy. He's already close, right? In the seven main chakras, that's number seven, which what is next month? July, the number seven. It's coming. Mm -hmm. He's very close. And when you said, Ooh. I want to feel passion, I want to feel safety held. This is what I'm feeling. He's going to come with this energy. So the more and more you sit with that, and you recognize it in real time, you're going to know he's the one. And if you okay. keep talking to spirit daily and doing these exercises of feeling into him, getting validation through cards or through a Melanie, right? Through a reading. <laughs> when you meet him, you're like, Mel, passion, white glow, holy shit, right? And I'll be like, yeah, because you're familiar with that feeling now. Yeah. So that's how you can tap in. That's how you can navigate life by making it familiar to you. But if you don't touch it or even understand what you want, how do you expect spirit to deliver an answer? So when people go, I'm mm -hmm. looking for signs, I'm waiting for God. I'm like, God's waiting for you, girl. 
Like you need to tell them what you want so they can start to understand how to deliver. Yeah. Or Amazon address. Right. Right. Yeah. Actually speak into that a bit more because that's one of the things, one of the homework items that you gave me like in March, I guess it was, it was like every day, you literally told me every day, put your hand on your heart and tell spirit exactly what you want. It's like ordering at a restaurant, tell it exactly what you want, like, and connect with that every day. So yeah, speak into that. Cause I agree, right? Like we're co-creating this experience. It's like intuition and manifestation at the same time. Like we are the cause of it and the result of it. Totally. Yeah. We're the author. So it's like, okay, well, if you want to take that twist and turn, that's up to you. But in layman's terms, speaking to spirit or what to whoever you believe in that will can provide you information or people, places and things. It's like going into a restaurant straight to the chefs and saying, this is what I want. Cook it. They already got the ingredients. They just got to know what you want. Now, if you don't even want that restaurant, you have free will to leave that restaurant, go to a different one. So when people get stuck in a relationship, we're just using love romance for this topic. You feel like you've cooked as much as you could. You got to make decisions here, right? Because that's all the ingredients they have in that kitchen. We are true co-creators of our experience here. And if you don't have the will by loving yourself enough to do it, that's where we come in. Errands of the world, you, me, we remind them of things they can't remember. Mm-hmm. We're just assisting. Your own healing is through that. I guarantee you, he's going to be like, yo, I just got a chakra clearing. I swear to you, your man will say some shit like that. Or I just ran and my energy feels so good. And you're like, hi, <laughs> my name is Lauren. This is my address. Well, my crush that you know about all, mm-hmm. next time we bump into each other, how'd you like, so? <laughs> looks like, him. like look at that card. Right. I know. Like I was like, okay. <laughs> Dude, more off the record. We'll talk later. But yeah. yeah, that's something you can do. Those are little exercises that you can incorporate and start to tap in. Because yeah. girl, it's kind of like you're white and you grew up in a black neighborhood and you date a black guy. It makes sense to me. You grew up with black people. That's what you're comfortable with. Right. So it's the energy of if you're comfortable with yourself and God, this person you attract in, you'll feel that. You'll feel that camaraderie right away and that chemistry. So, yeah, 100 percent. OK, oh, gosh, I just love talking to you so much. So with that, too, and like because we're on the theme of like fine tuning and just calibrating yourself to your own intuition, to source, to all of that. So if somebody's kind of newer in these things, like what are things that our guides or intuition might be hanging us about, but you don't realize it? Like, what are those kind of like, oh, that's your intuition trying to get your attention, like seeing numbers repeated a lot, or like those coincidences of like, oh, I thought about someone and then they texted me. Like, what are some of those things that people may think are just like random, but likely are their guides or intuition trying to get their doing this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. patterns just any patterns whether it's man i got fired and then my car broke down and my boyfriend broke up with me patterns spirit is telling you they're trying to revamp your life be open right let's redo it and you ask for this somehow subconsciously (laughs) patterns of i date the same dude why 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 because you're done with that dude you're learning a pattern that doesn't serve you (laughs) does that make sense yeah. Right? That's the negative, right? Like that's more of like the don't do. And then, then you'll start attracting in, say you're in a healthy space within your mind, body, soul. You keep attracting in healers and people who love you and who keep showing up mm. for you. That means your insides are changing to that frequency. So your outer patterns and signs that you see on a physical level is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. 
If your shit's breaking outside of you, my sister said this to me yesterday, no joke, when I was putting the kids to bed with her, right? They're turning five on Monday, right? She goes, everything's fucking breaking. The vacuum broke. I tripped over something and broke a chair. She's like, my house is breaking. I'm like, what's going on in your energy that's breaking? She goes, my business. I need to have more clients, right? And so I was like, all right, let's talk to God, right? Let's do things that bring you joy. And so we set up all these things for this next week to do. And she, her clients just tripled this morning because she already opened up the space. Yes. It's like, girl, you're a healer. You know what to do. And she's like, right? Because we're all human. We lose it sometimes. So yeah. understand, even if you're a healer, I see you, boo. We're, we're human too. I got you. I got my own team that I pay too much money every month <laughs> to see. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking. I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> Yeah. Patterns. Absolutely. Like more and more, well, not more and more, like it's, I either do or don't like no coincidence. It's not coincidence ever, nope. never. Right. And Absolutely. too, like how much more powerful do you feel when you think of everything as not a coincidence, even when it's not like fun stuff, <laughs> like I'm like, totally. look how powerful I am. I manifested everything falling apart. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like shit. But it's crazy because yes. the moment you get so sick of the pattern that's not working for you, the faster you respond by leaving or removing yourself, the faster you get everything you really want. Mm-hmm. So when everyone's like, my life is breaking down, I'm like, good. Not that to me as a healer. I'm like, good. You're about to get everything you want. Because when there's light, there's dark. When there's rain, there's sunshine. There's always something to look forward to. It's all perspective. So Again, the healing is a consistent practice, and that's why we call it practice. Whether you join a group like yours or you come see me every three months, whatever it is, if you're choosing to do the work, you're going to see and feel and know the signs 24-7. Yeah, it's up to you. And the world is becoming really conscious, so it's really cool mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I have a question that this I dove into a lot last year, and as you know, and as the audience knows too, like my 2022 was literally like a year of fucking nonstop shadow work, ego deaths, and like really breaking the, like really looking at diving deep into the like narcissistic abuse wound and generationally too. Right. And really like deleting that program from my energy consciousness, all of that. And in so much of my research around that and learning, I went so many different directions, but like learning a lot about trauma, a lot about what it means to be an empath and like spirituality, like dark energy, like all so many different directions. Yeah. I believe that, as you said, yes, we are all born with psychic abilities, all born psychic, highly intuitive, all of that. And we just like lose those things, forget those things. But I also think, and I don't know if it's like, which comes first chicken or egg sort of situation, but that many of us who are empaths and intuitive. And I think that a lot of the time our spiritual gifts are born through trauma, right? Or we're put here because we have the experience or because we have the spiritual gifts and therefore we're required to experience some trauma to do something with them. Like, let's talk about that a little bit, because I'm like, the more and on a, because there are people who I've seen this around on TikTok, 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 oh my TikTok. gosh, <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> the, the TikTok app. I've seen this on TikTok where some people are like, no, being an empath is a personality disorder. It's because you have so much trauma and you're being highly sensitive. It's not a gift. It's not a psychic power, right? Like that's like one yeah. super extreme of it, which I don't agree with. Yeah. But even just like, oh, it makes sense that you would 
if you're in a traumatic environment, a high stress environment, yeah, you learn how to read people's energy and expressions and actions and subcon like sub, like all of oh, that yeah. stuff really acutely because you're in a state of like, oh, I need to protect myself or be aware That's it. to change. Right. Like, and so it's like this. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a shared. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. There's a podcast, Mel Robbins, and I listened to it randomly in quotation marks. And she was <laughs> interviewing an FBI specialist who can read energy, not read energy. I'm sorry. Read body language, body language mm -hmm. expert. And these are studies. She goes, the number one people who are intuitive are ones who've experienced most trauma because they can read and know the cause and effect. I was like, okay, that makes sense for Melanie. Right. Yeah. You just said it. It's like, damn. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is in like human layman's terms. <laughs> when you go into the gym and you want a personal training, you say you're an actress and you need to get fit in three months. Are you going to hire a fat personal trainer? No, you're going to hire a trainer who knows how to work at the, who look good because you want to hire someone who's walked the walk. Yeah. That's it. So if you're looking for someone who's like, I don't even remember the question, but the basis of this conversation is like, why are all the healers out there the ones who have faced so much trauma? Why are the empaths yeah. out there facing most trauma? Because that's the only way you're going to know it. You got to walk through the door. Yeah. And those are the ones I respect so deeply. Everyone has trauma though. So this is what I'm saying. It backs up. Everyone's gifted. Everyone's allowed to step in and be ultra sensitive and be able to feel into things and see things before they even happen. If you pay attention... Right. And if you don't want to, that's totally cool, too. I respect that. That's why you don't just read people. Mm -hmm. They either come to you for a session or you ask permission. Right. Because that's their energy. But yeah, 1000 percent. I would never be able to read all the clients I've read across the globe. Right. And the celebrities all the way to average people like me. There's no way I would be even able to sit without sweating if I didn't walk through this path and know it's real. So. Yeah, because it's like a both. And like, yes, you can be very intuitive and a healer without having gone through a bunch of shit by any means and For sure. refine those skills. But like, I've noticed, I'm like, oh, it makes so much sense. Like you could be like such a naysayer with anything like quote unquote psychic and stuff like that. And yes, it makes sense why somebody with a ton of trauma would become quote unquote intuitive or an empath and all oh, of that yeah. and makes sense from a spiritual lens too. Cause I think it's such, I mean, not, I think like it is a spiritual thing and a being a human thing. Yeah. Right. And like what, how our physical body, how we choose to navigate those things, but then it's also very spirit, like with this kind of stuff, even talking about like narcissism and like that as a generational curse, right. I'm like, oh yeah, like, I absolutely believe that there are like in those kinds of lineages and situations and families and stuff, like there is absolutely a dark energy, a dark attachment, like yep. a possession on yep. some level that has grabbed a hold of the people yep. in that family. Right. And like, I was watching, this is wild. I was watching the like random ass, like army hammer documentary on HBO. I think Ooh. like, it's like a couple episodes. Are you familiar with that situation? No, I gotta watch it. Whatever you say, oh. I'm doing now. <laughs> so I watched this last night. I was like, why did I go so dark last night? Actor, like good looking, attractive actor. I he don't was even hot. really know <laughs> yeah, what things he has been in. But last year or two years ago, like texts and like just stuff started coming out with many, many women where he was essentially, and again, like, I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not right. right? But the allegations 
were that he was basically using like interest in BDSM and all this kind of stuff to be wildly physically abusive and controlling. And again, allegations, whatever. Right. But like watching that documentary, whether this stuff is true or not, it paints such a picture of what generational trauma looks like and what that narcissistic, sociopathic, like psychopath type of demonic possession looks like through generations. It's wild. It is. You remind me of when I watched the document or not documentary, but series of Dahmer, the one that came out recently, like last year, I think it was last year, earlier this year. Yeah. And it was like, well, look at his childhood. He had no parents. No one gave a fuck. And he turned in his mind to killing people. Right. It's like, yeah, a lot of our shit is shaped when we're young. Are we products of our environment? Thousand percent. But the crazy thing about being human and adults is we get to choose to heal that or not. And that's who I fuck with, the ones who want to heal. And yeah. I wasn't one until I was about 30. I was healing everyone but myself, right? And mm. I take full accountability of that. And when I hit 30, I was like, I got to do my own work. And yeah. I did it while healing people too, of course, because you can't just stop your life and heal. You got to heal as you go. And so I think that would be a really good definition of or consciousness, like just mm. being aware. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm like, what else? I'm like, I could keep going, but I feel like I feel like we're at a good place. I'm curious. I got some questions for them. Yes. Like, Has anything popped up since we've been chatting that you've kept quiet? Anything yeah. The audience, know anything I need to know? For you personally, <laughs> I'm so proud of you in like oh, a non-condescending way. No, I know. I thank you. Yeah, girl. Your heart is open and you're choosing to surround yourself with belief versus doubt, right? And that's such mm-hmm. a human thing to be like, I don't know. Because you're making it happen. It's like, good job. You remind me of my friend when we were, I was sitting with two actors who are my friends and they go, I can't get a job in Hollywood. It's so crazy. And my friend Faith, that's her name. She goes, write the damn scripts. And they became writers for Netflix. And now they have their own movies coming out. And she's like, I fucking told you. <laughs> this is like three years ago. Yeah. Like the shit, if you can't find a role that likes you back, go create that. And yeah, I think that the gift of empowerment and inspiring people is so powerful in terms of activating people. Again, I'm not trying to plug this on purpose, but the queendom, your mastermind coming up it's like yeah if you're lost in all that liberation abundance join that because she's going to teach you some crazy cool shit to return Mm. home to yourself it's really about you that sounds so narcissistic (laughs) right but if you love yourself deeply you're able to recognize what's real for you and what's not and go that way so intuition really provides a a safe zone for you to navigate and if you don't believe it to be honest you're just not healed like It's funny. I used to react, right? Like, oh, I don't believe you. And I'd react and try to prove myself. Your grandma's here. Her name's Denise. And they're like, oh, she's real. Right? I don't do that anymore. Clearly. I'm older now, so I'm not trying to prove nothing. Right? It's like, oh, really? Right? (laughs) And now when people go, I just listened to a podcast. I think it was Sean Booth from The Bachelor. And he goes, what? You ground? What the hell does that mean? Put your feet on the earth? And she was like, yeah, you don't do that? Like, he made it sound so woo-woo and it's like, no, that's what heals us. Mother Earth helps us to ground. Put your feet on the earth. It was like, oh, he needs healing. You know? And my reaction now is like compassion. It's like, oh, I didn't get it for a while too. I get it. There's some anger there, right? So send more love to the haters, right? <laughs> is what we could probably think about. <laughs> love you, haters. Yeah. Right? Not believers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Another question. Yeah. This is just such a random, very selfish question, but y'all get to see how Mel works, right? So I think I told, no, I did tell you 
that I am probably like in a week going to start a like super strict detox protocol for like a number of reasons. I'm like, what's coming through around that? Like Mm. it feels aligned and right. I'm a little scared because it's going to be really strict and yeah. You're going to get real clear. One coming out of that, you're, woof, I just got lightheaded. Woof. Your team is like, you're going to get real grounded in your gift, the mediumship. You're going to be able to feel people before they walk through the door. Your energy is like your final part, right? <laughs> your body. <laughs> so if your body's clean and your energy's clean, man, you're like spidey senses are on fleek, right? <laughs> that detox is going to do good for you. There is love coming. It's like they won't stop. Do not be surprised if your man has already arrived and there's romance already stepping in by July. Like, so we got what, three weeks? <laughs> yeah, you're like preparing though. And the thing with that, like, too, is like, as we talked about before, like, how is right noticing what you are attracting, like, how you're quote unquote doing with your like energy and stuff like that is to look around at like what's coming into your world and stuff. And just like in the last week, two weeks, like, the beautiful, healthy, grounded, masculine energy that's coming into my world. Like whether it's like, okay, there are a couple guys who are wanting to take me out to dinner. Amazing. And they're showing up very grounded, very respectful, like in a way that I like, I like that. But then also just like some of these kind of like friends for like from the gym or from this spot or something where it's like, nothing is happening. They haven't asked for my number. Like nothing is going on like that, but where like multiple men, like in that kind of situation, men who are not pursuing me, who I'll bump into at a cafe or somewhere else. And they're like, Hey, I'm running next door to grab a a water or grab this. Mm. Can I get you anything? I would love to get like, what would you like Mm. multiple times? And Mm. I'm like "Mm, this. Right. And so like, I'm like, Ooh, I love this. Like, thank you. All these like lovely men who are wanting to like, yes, bless me with things and like, go get me things and nourish me. Like, I love it. Right. So seeing that happen has been so beautiful. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. Like, what I validation, right? Yeah. You take care of yourself. You love yourself. So there's no way someone can seep in and treat you less than when you're not treating yourself that way. Mm-hmm. So I did see a guy though last summer and I was doing my bestest loving myself. And this man tricked me essentially, but he was so nice. And then when he got into my house, he was opposite. And I was like, interesting. You got to go. Mm. Just flip the script. But women who don't do the work would have been like, oh, it's okay. Right. My energy was like, no, because you could feel the automatic manipulation. It was like, whoa, this guy really did his work on me, which is cool. It's fine. I was able to recognize it and get out of an unsafe situation real fast. I guess it comes to show how much work you do. And I was really bummed that night. I was like, what the fuck? I attracted this in. I'm a good person. And Spirit's like, we're just showing you how strong you are and saying no, really saying yes to you. Yeah. And then I started dating someone else right after. It's like, whoa, you get rewarded for listening is what yes. I'm trying to say. And you've been yes. listening because you and I have been sessioning. Yeah. And I've been able to be around your girlfriends too, like your homegirls who are really on the same track as you. So yeah. It. So your love's coming in soon. Archangel Michael's here because I keep seeing blue since the beginning. That also represents mm-hmm. that, that blue and that card that we saw. With your detox too, there's some sort of energy you're moving into with um, like teaching flow and it doesn't mean yoga, but there's some sort of exercise you're going to start to move into where you're a teacher of. Is there anything you're doing right now that you're like, oh, I want to teach that? I am very, a big intention of mine this year is getting back into music stuff. So like 
singing. I'm going to get myself set of sound bowls and stuff. So that's not necessarily teaching, but that would be like more flow, that sort of thing. But I have, this will be part of queendom. And it was an idea this week that I even told my business coach, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just had this idea. And I'm like, don't worry. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm just telling it to you. I'm not starting this project. Right. She's like, thank you for saying that. But like teaching mirror work more, like that's something I love so much. And I'm like, and so like literally even this week, I was like, I need to do something with that. And then I was like, that's pause. not right this second. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, not yet. Launch the first thing and then we'll do that. Yeah. That's your problem. It's a good problem to have, right? Wanting to do so many things. Yeah. That what spirit is saying, divine timing is always divine because your man's going to come in first and then you're going to develop the mirror work program. However you offer it because you're walking through it. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be sick. That will be launched by October of this year wow yeah okay because it's goodness. fast it's fast paced it's not gonna be like an eight so month yeah like there's so many things that stood out to me in my mind too because you posted something i would say last month and you were in front of the mirror looking beautiful in like swimsuit or something and i was like she needs to teach that looking at yourself yeah that's the basis all right. of all healing <laughs> i like it yeah. i'll be signing up yeah i like it i like okay good they agree. I love it. Ding, ding, okay. Ding. Oh my gosh. Like we could talk all day long, but we are going to yes. wrap it up here. Okay. First, I'm like, did I get all the, yeah, we got all the questions that I wanted to really make sure that we actually, this is a fun one. You kind of mentioned yes. it, but you work with a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Like big deal celebrities mm-hmm. too. Obviously I'm not going to share any of that, but like, yeah. how did that get started? Um, well, my sister had a dream and she said, you're moving into that direction. I, I could care less, right? Who I work with as long as they're open and ready. But this girl, Patrice Covington, she was in town for a tour. She was like in a play, like theater play. And she hit me up and I was going through some rough stuff at the time, my own shadow work. And I told my assistant, I was like, don't book her. I don't even know this Hollywood shit, right? Because I was in a realm of working with people who are celebrities and they were just stomping all over my mm-hmm. schedule, right? Like I need to see her tomorrow. And she's like, She's booked out like five months. Good luck, right? Like that kind of energy. But somehow she weaseled her way in, Patrice Covington. We became friends and I gave her a reading. And to this day, I met her in what, 2018? Everything happened. Like she met the husband. She met him on the street, I said, the color, everything. And she told everyone. She told everyone she knew. And I didn't ask her. It was just out of like love. And somehow she got the production people to me, the writers to me, which led to their bosses, which are the really big energies I work with. It's hard to say that because they're so humble too. But yeah, Patrice Covington, I call her my plug. She'll always be my plug to that world, to your guys' world, because you're in that world. I'm outside of it. I just help a little bit. But it's props to the celebrities. They ain't got no time. That's the hardest part. They know what they're doing. They know who they are. They're in their game, but it's like they don't have time. So most of my readings with them is more of like, come back to self then this is what your career is going to do. It's like slowing them down, if anything. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. All right. If anyone wants to do a session with you, (laughs) learn more about all this kind of stuff, like where do they go online, social media, all of that to book with you, connect with you. Come to this podcast. I'll be a regular (laughs) (laughs) guest. RickyRoomSanDiego.com. I do virtual readings anywhere in the world. Every now and then I'll have events in San Diego and then retreats, hopefully to come soon in Hawaii. I've been stalling on that due to spirit. I don't know why I just yet, but retreats in Hawaii are coming and I look forward to working with you guys. I just, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Of course. Okay. And last question that 
I ask everybody on the show. So this show, Amplify, it's all about living as your most fully expressed, authentic, abundant, like just like next level, amazing self and like having the life to match. So what is like parting word of wisdom, whether that's like a quote you love, something to think about, a question to ask yourself, like one like final word of wisdom, yes. like my short moment for everybody. Girl, I have so many, but this is the one I've been embodying. Say it out loud, speak it, mm. sage your life, right? Clear your energy, take a shower and go to sleep. I promise you, do that daily. Repeat, right? That's it. You say what you want, you mean it, right? Cleanse your energy, rest on it, and it will come. Wherever your intention, your focus goes, that shit will manifest, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. So focus in mm. on what you want, claim it. It's crazy what words can do. Because here's the thing. The people who have felt the most trauma in their lives have been told it, right? You're not enough. You're ugly. Blah, blah, blah. I read supermodels and they think they're ugly because they were told that through words. Could you imagine how powerful your words would be if you flipped it and you actually said who you are and what you wanted? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch your words. They are that powerful. Yeah. So before we go, I want to pull a card. This is for all of us listening. All of us. You tell me when. Okay. Now. There it is. Ooh, the fertile void. What does that mean? It says, inner winter, rest, patience, potency, secret beginnings. Yeah, we got movement. And it's that, say it out loud, (laughs) sage. (laughs) (laughs) New beginnings are coming. I'm into it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, for sharing all your wisdom, sharing yourself, being on here for like, shit, we've, we've been going. (laughs) I love it. I adore you and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thanks, sis. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.